Walking it out like an Egyptian. I'm your host, DJ Marcus. We're back again in the lab in the basement belt. I'm here with the dot comedy family as always. My boy Joey to my right. What up, guys? My boy Jesse all the way on the left side of town. What's up, DJ Marcus? Just cranking them hits, man. You know how it do. Having a blast here at the Dot Comedy Studios. Hitting the best hits from 2008. <laughs> <laughs> you know these are hits, man. It doesn't matter what year they are. They always I can't help but think, like, what would Tom Cruise do with this song, like, in a fat suit? Like, if he was dropping thunder all over again. Walk it out. Walk it out. Would he walk it out? Walk it out. You know what? I often do spend nights thinking about what would Tom Cruise do at this moment. I bet you do. <laughs> Joey, I, th- I think to beat his religion-ordered wife. <laughs> oh, my goodness, fellas, fellas, fellas. Look at, we, look at here, look at here, look at here. We are back again on the Dot County Podcast. We need, to, we need to increase some things. Increase? Increase. Yeah, <laughs> you know it. So here's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to put a challenge out there. I don't like the sound of this. We're going to put a challenge out there to the dot comedy universe because at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to build here, the dot comedy universe. So anyone who listens to this week's dot comedy podcast. Is it shaped like a Pringle? Because that's what I heard the universe is shaped like. The universe is not shaped like a Pringle. But this week's dot comedy podcast. I'll anyone, Harkin, so. Any listeners to this week's dot comedy podcast will receive a free gift from the family of dot comedy. All they have to do is email us at podcast.comedy2 at gmail.com. So all of, all of you, because here's the thing, Joey. Last week we had how many listeners? I'm concerned what this gift is going to be. How many listeners did we have last week? I, I don't know. 19. 19. So now we're trying. I'm trying to get 75. So I need emails from everybody who, who listens to this week's podcast. Why are you giving away our position? Because, no, I, you know what? I want increase. I want to increase. We're yeah, trying, we're trying to do let big them things. know that we suck. We don't go, suck. Oh, no one's going to listen to this show. It's we don't end. suck, Joey. You suck. No, you know what happened last week? We had See, your your sad number just caused my browser to crash. We had, <laughs> yeah, your browser got, did crash. You got Google Chrome and sad. You know, we need a little bit of controversy on this show. No, we, should, we don't. We should get a little controversial. controversial? Yeah, controversy. All right, well, well here, here's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to talk about what went on this week in dot comedy. Yeah. We had a couple what? couple fun, fun things happen this week. On Wednesday night at Union Jacks in Bethesda, just like every other week, we had a special guest this week. Who was a special guest, Joey? Joey? The Union Oh, yeah. We had Mr. Dan Barry. That was horrible. You were there. Yeah, Dan Barry. <laughs> he was dope. He killed it. He did stand-up comedy and he did music. I wasn't sure where like you were going with that because normally you said that about other people who weren't a musical guest. <laughs> so that's what threw me off. But yes, we had a phenomenal musical guest, Dan Barry, and he's one of our favorites. Uh, and we lo- always are glad to have him back. But he uh, he did a set this week. You know what they say? They say that the only set. reason that men get laid in D.C. is because Dan Barry didn't get there first. <laughs> True story. Because Dan Barry has all the penny-dropping hits. Like, I need to know how to play the guitar. <laughs> like, do you see the way that women 
react when he starts stringing that strumming that guitar. Yeah, that guitar. Oh, I know, I know. I seen it. I didn't see it. I see them sway and sing along to the songs, and it's like uh, I saw it when we were at Union Jacks. I saw it when we were at Sonoma's. I saw it. Hey, I saw it when when he he was at um. And, uh, da, 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 what the Dave hell? and Buster's. Dave and Buster's when we had our showcase. Splash there. Lounge. Splash Lounge. Yeah, that does that doesn't happen with comedy. In like, Vita Lounge. It doesn't Star. work with dick jokes. He like was, you're not sitting there on stage and girls are saying the dick jokes along with you and swaying and they're like, oh my god, this is my favorite. I'm convulsing every time he talks about this. Uh, every time he talks about black people, I just I just get so wet. We like, had a that lot doesn't of, happen. We had a lot of women in the audience. Because Dan Barry. Dan and Barry, that Dan and, Barry brings women when he wherever he goes. I, I don't think that's where they came from but that's, that's but he idea. may have helped to keep them because our first like four comics all were doing a lot of dick jokes of course and i was wondering how far is this gonna go with this heavy female crowd <laughs> which made me nervous but uh but they stuck it out they stuck, they were there how, how about that crazy guy who came in there and tried to interrupt the show oh yeah really? ultimate white privilege eddie eddie our dear friend eddie lyles was uh leading us off and he's in the middle of his set and this guy just comes up and tries to walk on stage and snatch the mic. And, and I think what did Eddie say about him? He said, "You're the you're the white guy that other white people don't like." <laughs> There's always that one white friend that everybody just no, can't stand. He said, "You're you're um." He said something about he's like the epitome of the negative stereotypes of white people. No. Did yeah. he get away with it? Would you? He called. He called him the white N word. Oh wow! He's a, wow! He's like you're the N word wow. of white people. That that hurts my soul. But uh, he was a white guy that was doing some N work. Yeah, shit. because uh, <laughs> the the way it all started is um, he said, "Is anyone voting for Donald Trump?" And everyone said, "Boo!" And then he's like, "Is so? Who are you guys voting for?" And this guy comes out of nowhere. And he's like, "Donald Trump! Donald Trump! That's it! You guys are ignorant, Donald Trump!" So then, you know, he starts like talking back to him, and the dude, you know, he starts being like really rude. He said it's my turn. Like, yeah, he's like, it's my turn. He's like, <laughs> what? He's like, you know, it's open Eddie Lyles, right? It's my turn. Yeah, Eddie Lyles has a microphone. He's his, you know, he's a big black dude, like six four, and he's sitting on stage. He's performing. Everyone's paying attention, and this guy comes up there. He's like, "You're done. It's my turn to talk." Wow, it Eddie, was Eddie Lyles is a giant of a man. <laughs> He's yeah. a giant dude. He shakes my hand and I feel small, and I'm a big <laughs> fucking person. I would not take a mic away from Eddie. Oh my god, I wish I was there to see this shit. It was like it would it would have. He's like you're done. It's my turn to talk. It's like this like older guy. It's oh, like, wow. You know what? I have that on video. We need to like just take so we can make a vine out of it because that is white privilege in a nutshell. <laughs> I had to give Eddie Lyle some extra time because I was like, he needs to handle that. I don't want to just take him off stage. This dude's being a uh, dick. Fuck Let no. him have it. Give him the time. <laughs> give him the time to go over his set because at the end of the day, that's all. That's what it's all about. Wednesday. They did give. Him, they did give his set new life though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, we had an. He was, he was working some stuff out early but what? then uh it things it things got funny real quick when he started uh improvising and eddie's always an uh, awesome dude we're always glad to have him we had an anniversary of sorts this week too <laughs> we, we 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 here at the dot comedy family always wanting to wanting to spread the joy that that comes from any member of our family here in the family in the team and jesse revis you had your anniversary this week of the first time you ever had a had sex yes oh, yes today is the anniversary up. i was uh it was, it was it was a beautiful time it was it was a wonderful day of uh of uh pre-teen sex like it was great 
<laughs> pre-teen sex? Yeah, pre-teen sex. So, you know, they warn you about teen sex, so you know how to want to get in there early. You want to make sure that you know what you're doing before you actually make it to high school. That way that way you're not doing all the wrong things when you get to yeah, high school. Yeah, yeah, you know, you want to make sure, you know. I don't know what's weird. Like, before I can, you, you want to get it out the way, get a few practice in about pulling out before you actually have anything to pull out. I don't know what's weirder. Your comments about being a preteen or Marcus being excited about celebrating your virginity. <laughs> well, I have to celebrate someone losing their virginity because Ooh, oh, shots it fired. Happen, it doesn't happen every day here at the Dot Comedy family because <sighs> someone seems to be holding on to it like a a virgin on prom night. Because, <laughs> but Marcus, you realize that even if we if I had already, that it wouldn't be happening every day anyway, because it'd be the same fucking difference. You have because <laughs> what? You would here's the thing. If you had lost it, if you, you lost your virginity, you would be spending a lot regardless, less time. It's not everybody. he's saying that not every day someone loses their virginity. You know what? It's not because you can only do it once. <laughs> so oh. it, it literally is the same circumstance whether I have yet or not. When when I lost my virginity, it like it like ruined my uh my desire to play basketball like it was gone <laughs> i was practicing my layups i was practicing how to dribble and after that i was like oh fuck that i'm practicing my missionary i'm practicing my doggy <laughs> i feel like coach told you not to fuck before the game <laughs> oh my god that was all i could think about for like like yeah i, I could not handle it at, at 13 at 13 if you actually get to experience it at 13 you're not mentally ready for it we hear it, we it hear consumes the, you at the dot comedy podcast and not telling any 13 year olds to have <laughs> have sex under at that age that is not what we hear dot comedy want but jesse congratulations uh 17 years down 17 years to go <laughs> i guess i mean and, uh, <laughs> that just occurred to me you know what Imagine how much better a football player Antonio Cromartie would be if he didn't have a thousand children. <laughs> is that if is that how it works? It, well, you know, yeah. You, you ever heard your coach never coach never told you that? No, coach they, never told. Coaches always said stay away from girls because they the if when you you know guys who are like having sex like the day before the game they don't play as well. Well, you know what? You know what though? I think thing. I think I'm not I making think, that up. I think you know what they say that it's a that it's a myth, but I've I've actually tried it before where I've tried to go as long as possible with no sex and no masturbation and so you just don't do anything you just you just fucking bite the bullet and be a man about it were you a character on seinfeld when that happened <laughs> did you hand in your uh no no but i will tell you this number one it was, it was a hippie blue <laughs> number one your your strength is out of this world like after a while like at the gym you're called, you don't get tired it's called sex rage yes <laughs> but you know what though it's not really rage because when you talk to people like your charisma is on a hundred thousand trillion. It's almost like nature is trying to push you to like they're like, come on, man, just do it. Just just, just fuck, just fuck, just do it, just do it. And you're like, no, I have to I have to remain strong. That didn't work for me at all. I stopped masturbating. I became a troll. <laughs> really? I tried, I tried to give it up for Lent one year. It was a terrible, terrible time. Wasn't there a movie about that? Yes, there was. And I thought, hey, that's a, that's a I always I always like made lent a challenge growing up so whenever i like i try to add i was always giving up food so i give up all my favorite foods and i was like well this isn't getting anywhere i'll do something really difficult i give up masturbation and that that lasted like all of a week and then like, <laughs> oh no no, no. By you the don't, end of it I you was don't get creep. the superpowers until the second week yeah the first week the 
first couple of weeks, no, no. But after so it's it like worse when you're a better. month in, when you're a month in, you're the most charming motherfucker on the planet. It's like you're on superpower mode. Because it, because it, it's it's like doing drugs. Once you, once you stop, your body doesn't perceive it as necessary anymore. So when you stop for a certain period of time, you have to get over it first. Yeah. So your body is getting out of it the first week. And then after the second week, your body is used to not doing it. So then it goes, hey, you know what? Fuck this. I can do other things. Yo, I remember a month in, so I was faster. A good thing that I, I was stronger. I was more intelligent. There was a time when you didn't have sex or masturbate for a month? Oh, it went longer than a month. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. What were you doing? Was that when you were in the WWE? <laughs> Nah, I was uh, I was doing MMA. I was um I was a sparring partner for pro fighters. Okay. And I got into that like after I broke up with my ex fiance. Oh, cool. So I was that going happens. through a breakup. I was and you know I, I decided to challenge myself. I was You're like pitching you know what? her face on all these guys, <laughs> punching them every day. Just, remember just, on the Dot Comedy Podcast, we don't condone hitting women, but I condone any, <laughs> a man hitting any man that looks like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how they come up with like the betting lines in Vegas? Like they just they just take. A, take like a you know ball measurement they do wait and see <laughs> i don't know they, has, they, the, the only people more of a backlog and oh, the only people six ounces the only people i think that think that whole um no sex before the fight or no sex before the game is a myth is people who masturbate during that time period because yeah. if you masturbate then you kind of killed the whole point yeah pretty much but if you just don't do nothing at all give it a month i'm telling you you're 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 sharper you're wittier you're on a hundred thousand trillion. What about those Kama Sutra guys who like go uh, tantra uh, and then they got stop? Yeah, the tantric. Oh, so. I, I think that I think there's something to it. Oh. You really think there's something to that? Yeah, that hippie nonsense. No, like if you could have sex you think there's and stuff don't come, other than large and then balls. you just don't come for like a long, long time. Here's the thing: if I have sex, I'm coming. <laughs> I don't give two fucks <laughs> about the Kama Sutra. About no, you don't. <laughs> It's not, it's not. I don't think it's that you like don't come. I, I went three months. When you, it's not that you don't come when you have sex. It's that you like practice not coming. Oh no, I didn't have beforehand. sex when I came out of that. But you get I like, masturbated and it lasted two minutes. I exploded like a fucking beach whale's fucking head. Like it was. Right, that so was a, that was a terrible analogy. I but I was, I was trying to think of like something clever and I could not. But like yo, I, I want to call you out on how that's not right. But it's, you know, I don't want to think about either of those things in order to compare them. <laughs> that was a terrible analogy. Long story short, is I barely t- I barely watched the porno and I was like, oh, it's it's over. Like she didn't even take her clothes off. She just spoke sexy and it was over for me. Done. <laughs> she right. was just like, "Hey, I've never been on a bus before." I was like, "Oh my gosh, she's gonna have sex." <laughs> Jesse was watching Telemundo. Oh, Bang Bus <laughs> was amazing. Oh my goodness! But here's here's the thing, folks. I, I just received this from the Crack Dot uh, Comedy Research Department. Ronda Rousey says, "I try to have as much sex as possible before a fight." So that means that yeah, it's women have different the opposite. For women. Yeah, she doesn't have testicles. Yes, no, she doesn't. So she here's the thing. She she Oh, she oh. takes into the testosterone dudes come in her. Yeah, dude. I don't think it works that way. Dudes come in her, so then she's a lot stronger for the fight. There's whereas no, we lose hold the on. energy. There's no there's nothing no guarantee that she's a uh 
let it go free in there, girl. Oh, there's a guarantee that's happening. Oh, she, if she swallows this protein. Does she swallow? She I mean, swallows this protein. It could be several different things happening. <laughs> like, damn, you're very firm. Yeah, I swallow a lot of loads. Yeah. <laughs> Look, fucking. Hey, when we get married, I'll let you guys know what the deal was. That's just oh, my goodness. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a moment right here on the Dot Comedy Podcast. <laughs> Dot Comedy is bringing you the funny with open mics, showcases, and the infamous roast, roast battles. Featuring some of the DMV's funniest comments. Visit us on the web at dotcomedy.us. Meet the crew, check out showtimes and locations, or sign up for our open mics and competitions. But that's only if you're funny. Dot Comedy, www.dotcomedy.us. And we are back here at the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus, and we're back in the basement in Beltsville. And I want somebody to know, here comes the hot step. Turn it up. You remember this song, Joey? This is my jam. I love this song. Do you remember, Jesse? You look kind of confused. Yeah, I know. You know this one? You're just taking it more and more old school. But, you know, I'm, I'm feeling it, though. I like it. Go as long as, as long as you like it. Yeah, this morning I was listening to Return of the Mac in the style of Beatwad. It made me feel special. <laughs> uh, you know you know what? I have a very special moment very about similar. Return of the Mac. I'll always remember when I had, like, my first girlfriend, right? And she broke up with me. I was in middle school. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she she left me for a high school guy and I was so hurt because he was like 17 and I was like 13 and my girl had left me for a dude who was four years older and that song came on at Z104.1 <laughs> and I was like yeah son I'm gonna be okay I'm gonna be fine <laughs> oh my god oh, wow. if that's return, how you take it <laughs> return of the Mac I was like you know what man I, I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm gonna be pimping I'm gonna be this I'm gonna have mall I love the word Mac I miss that that's a, it's a great that's word. A great word yeah i was macking on his chick like that's a very good strong. word strong yeah. feels strong i don't understand that word i mean like i understand what it what the meaning is i don't understand how they got those that meaning with that word i think it's the shorty uh, okay i'm gonna i'm gonna say this and now i could be extremely wrong if i am wrong email us at podcast.comedy2 <laughs> at gmail.com but i believe it comes from the phrase macadocious Macadocious. Yes, that's a slang term used in the seventies to 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 exclaim about how how cool a person really was. I could be wrong. Like I said, if I am I wrong, have never heard. You never heard of Macadocious? Let's have the the dot comedy <laughs> crack research team, butt crack research. Look uh, it up. <laughs> but while he yeah, while fact, he looks that nonsense, while he looks that up for us here at the dot comedy podcast, we're gonna get into. Some, we have another first here tonight at Dotcom. I don't know if you guys have noticed this. Hold on, wait, wait. Blue has this. What is that now? Macadocious means the ability to do whatever you want. That's not what it means. <laughs> that is a misleading combination. Because <laughs> if you're macking, there's a specific rules to that. Unless ain't no, I'm misinformed. Ain't no, ain't no rules in the game, Bella. Baby. Oh, you remember when people used, used to use the term laying G? What? No. Yeah, like I'm dropping that G. I'm laying G on that girl. I yeah. remember the term ASL. Cause What's ASL? It's a term for chat rooms. 
on uh, AOL. Age, sex, location. Adult yeah. search. Oh. Laying at G. I remember. Adult search. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm looking for some adults, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, but you're 11. <laughs> That's weird. That is weird. But in weirder news, we had we had one of our fellow comedians, one a very famous comedian from a very famous family. Alex Starr. Come- <laughs> Yes, Alex Starr is a Do you guys remember AOL chats? <laughs> it was yes. always like oh. chaos in there. It was chaos because everyone was trying to find someone to fucking... Yeah. People were either trying to fuck or talk about random nonsense. Yes. And it was all... By the way... Putting, you, you could do whatever aim, you wanted to someone in asterisks. AIM is where sexting started. Of course. That was the original sexting rule. Because you, you already dialed up, so you didn't have to type it into your phone. Yeah. <laughs> you used to you just sit there. Your phone, your home used phone. to play the Barry White. You used to wear your silk shirt that was like open. You used to open up like Jodeci. You used to start like doing the like grab and pull. You did too fucking much. You I the sat candles. there with my draw with my balls out, <laughs> just <laughs> talking to who I hope was a bitch on the computer screen. <laughs> and I just I'm tried still, to contribute I'm random nonsense. I'm still praying to this day that that 17 year old girl <laughs> that I was talking to when I was 14 is indeed a 17 year old girl and not a 45. Oh. Your old man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't count how that's many. That's what I'm praying for. I can't count how many women I disappointed in AOL chat rooms. <laughs> how did you? Because their idea of plague was not mine. <laughs> Give an example. Those were I don't guys. Even remember. Those were all guys. I I I don't remember. I remember I was an idiot, so I would just like say random shit. I could just imagine one of them Girls slip up and be like, like, "Damn it, you're making my penis limp." I mean, my my vagina, my vagina's <laughs> limp. <laughs> oh my! This kid sucks. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking? In about? my forty years, I've never chatted with anyone like this. I would always like write something in asterisks, like I was doing something. I was like, "Jumps in the pool." Like what pool? Like, I, <laughs> I was like, uh, fights with squirt gun. Like, it was always <laughs> random nonsense. Oh, man. But what, what happened this week with Damon Wayans? Damon Wayans is one of the mem- the forebearers of the comedy movement known as In Living Color. The second oldest brother of the Wayans clan said some controversial shit about Bill Cosby's rape victims. Now, everyone's calling them rape victims because... At the end of the day, Bill Cosby did rape a lot of fucking women. So these are all victims of Bill Cosby in one way, shape, or form. And we here at the Dot Comedy Podcast would like to state on the record that we neither confirm nor deny that Bill Cosby raped all 847 women by the time this podcast is aired. But Bill Cosby probably raped all 847 of those fucking women. But David Wayne's believes. Look, I'm a dude. I'm a dude. But if Bill Cosby offered me a drink, I'd be like, Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm all right. Even with his even with his old man lazy eye now, he, he'd still try to roofie you. Yo, can you imagine how pissed he'd be? Like if he offered you water, he's like, Can I get you some water? And you like, said no. He would fucking lose his mind at you. He, I can just imagine him just being pissed off. Everyone has to drink whatever he gives him at his house. For now. Dude, like I'm not thirsty. I'm not thirsty. I'm good, Mr. Cosby. I'm. Good. You know what? I thought the last was a like gentleman. fifteen photos. I've seen of Bill Cosby, he's always looked upset. That's because he is upset. He's an old, curmudgeon old man. But and he's like, Rawr. Damon Wayne said up. that the the women, the accusers of Mr. Cosby, were unrapeable. That's not the first time I've heard a comment along those lines. Now, here's either. the thing about these women: a good eighty percent of them, I wouldn't look a second time at if 
I saw them on the street. But you got to remember, now they're almost all in their 60s. <laughs> so they're very unrapeable now. Yeah. But you got to remember that back in, because the, 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 the standard of beauty. Back in 82. Yeah. Back in 82. The standard of beauty changes over the years. Because here's the thing. You've seen the movie Ray, right? Yeah. You know how Ray Charles will feel their arm? To see if they're fat or not, see if they're cute in that one scene where he uh where he's rubbed a fat chick's hand, she had buck teeth, and she looked like like blue. <laughs> and he said, No, I'm good, and went on to the skinny chick with a nice arm and her and who happened to be hot. The women they cast to play these bitches from, from when Ray Charles was younger are the complete opposite of what these bitches really look like in real life. Because I didn't see some of these porch monkeys and they do not look Jesus. They look like they're fresh. We have black people listen to the show. You can't be using that kind of language. They look... God damn, Marcus. He's, he's these, bringing it back. These motherfuckers look like, like they, Randall, just came, they just stopped sharecropping. What, what the <laughs> fuck is that? These fucking women look like they just got wow. off the plantation. I shit you not. Take a look. If you ever... If you ever get a chance, look on Wikipedia and then type in Ray, and then you'll see the list of all the women characters in the movie. The only ones that were hot were his wife, who looked beautiful to the day she died. Uh, the uh, the first white, the first I woman he What a waste. She looked beautiful, and he couldn't even see? Yeah. He, he touched her face. You <laughs> can feel it. That's yeah. terrible. They did a great cast. They did great casting in that movie, though. You almost killed yourself in that chair. <laughs> By the way, I just want to say I apologize to all our black listeners. We do not at Doc Comedy condone the language that DJ Marcus uses. What, Porch Monkey? <laughs> we don't, it's 2015. I can't say that again anymore. See, I can say it, huh? Boom. <laughs> Roasted. But anyway. Hey, as, here's the thing. As our dot comedy crack research team has just showed us, there's pictures of Janice Dickerson from when she was younger. She does not look like the troll that was on America's Top Model. She looked actually hot. She had a nice figure. She had a beautiful face before plastic surgery. She looked like she was just wearing makeup. She looked very pretty. Am I correct? Yes. So here's the thing. They looked good then. They ain't going to look good now because I don't know a 60 to 80 year old woman who looks that good now, especially since 80% of them are white. I can't believe Dan's 55. Damn, he's hitting some race issues. He's saying white people age horribly. <laughs> I'm not saying they age. I'm saying they age horribly. Hey, <laughs> I just want to apologize to all the white I don't listeners. disagree. I have you know that my, my friend Joey LaFaro is a white man. <laughs> I I am a beautiful Italian man. I eat Thank gracefully. You. Here's the thing. Because black don't crack, Hispanic don't panic, white just gets bad with time. <laughs> that didn't even rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, but again, the, the opinions expressed in the Dot Comedy Podcast of DJ Marcus are those of just DJ Marcus and none of the rest of the crew of the Dot Comedy family. Any questions, please email them to podcast.comedy2 at gmail.com. Joey, what were you going to say? What were you saying? Damon Wayne's is 455. I'm actually, uh, I, I'm just, that kind of catches me off guard. What the fuck sense. did you just say, Joey? <laughs> kind of catches me off guard to know that he's 55, but Why? it makes sense. I don't know, because I, I, I'm still, I'm still, confu- I'm still like, Re- reconciling the fact that Damon Wayans Jr. looks just like him and is and is his son and is doing the stuff he used to do, that kind of blows my mind. That I've kind of like seen that progression. But with regards to the actual thing, uh, you know, being a comedian, you I see his name was Justin Brown, not Damon Wayans Jr. 
Sorry. It's a, it's a that comic is, in the uh, DC area. He looks exactly like Daniel You Wayans. are racist. That is racist. <laughs> that is horribly like racist. It's exactly They're like not him. E- he's not even light-skinned. Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing. Um, with regards to, you know, I've seen how socially awkward comedians are as people so it doesn't it would not shock me that that some of them might need a little help from a little blue friend who may not have actually been blue that blue friend was big and white <laughs> in, in a glass to try and get get somewhere with with a girl and it also wouldn't surprise me that they're not going after whatever they're going after whatever they can get whatever's left at the bar that night but he was still bill fucking cosby I, that motherfucker's been rich since before my mom was yeah. born he yeah. could have pulled plenty of bitches he didn't have the drug but that's also he was also connected like he had yeah he could get whatever he, he was the guy who could make her break you so so he broke you know, them. He so broke a lot a of these, of a lot of these, well, a lot of these girls were trying to, you know, worry about their career because a lot of them, what, they, a lot of them were actresses, right? Yeah, a lot of them were. So, damn, Joey's like, you got to pay to play. He's like, if you want to be an actress, suck on this well, dick. No, not, <laughs> or let me what, suck on your toes while I pee off that's, on you. That's a, exactly not the the thing. It's that it's a if you. You don't want to take the Have risk sex, that you can't you can prove something. And then- well, no, because it's not like they all knew each other until now. You didn't have the internet and have you know all these stories be able to come out at once so you might come out with your story come to the police with it they wouldn't be able to prove anything it wouldn't be in any paper because the newspapers aren't going to try to trash a celebrity back then to just for you know it wasn't the ratings machine yeah especially someone as beloved as bill cosby was so it became the situation where it was a you know it's a strength in numbers thing now it's a lot easier for them to kind of all go did that happen you yes and then they all kind of came together and went all right i guess it's safe to say what say what we wanted to say now so i i you know it it's definitely not you know it's definitely a little bit different than some of these other situations where it's like uh a little bit more of a cliche like i can understand that you know with with it's like really? oh it's money i'm lost thing. i'm like are you but trying he, to say that it's okay to rate these women no like, that's not at all what i said okay. but here, no. here's, he's like you know it was bill cosby he's a little <laughs> awkward so sometimes you know you just gotta rape him like no that's not what i was saying here. at all what i'm saying is i i can see an opposing viewpoint to damon wayans jesse okay i'm saying <laughs> that it's it's definitely believable that something else was going on than just girls trying to get money out of bill cosby yeah i can understand that's what uh, i'm saying my point is that it's it's believable that that it would happen in this way because of the time frame over which it happened. Okay, I can understand that, but here, here and because of the and because we know comedians, we know how how socially awkward they are as people most of the time. That's something that's not accounted for with this thing. I don't know how social and outgoing Bill, Bill is in his regular personal life. I heard he's a sleaze ball. <laughs> a lot of people have reported that they've met Bill Cosby and they were like, yo, that dude's creepy as fuck. Most creepy old men are creepy. Which, again, you wouldn't think that seeing someone perform on stage. Well, but that's we know the, that's better. The, that's the whole um, Catholic priest thing, right? I mean, all right, I'm not saying all Catholic priests touch kids, but there has been incidents and the reason that they've been able to get away with it is because their persona is i'm godly i don't curse you know i do this so their their gimmick allows them accessibility and trust so people 
lower their lower their guard with lower them. their guard right. with them and that's how they be able to do stuff same thing with people who run a lot of charities there's a lot of people who run charities and they're like oh this Jared person Fogel. yeah exactly that's how you get them exactly so you lower people's guards when really they had malicious malicious intentions all right but, right but I, i'm but, just speaking of uh, as you know one thing we have to offer here is a perspective of the point of view of comedians that not everyone gets to see and that's what i'm saying we know better from from meeting and seeing a lot of people that not everyone's as outgoing as you might expect yeah and i can understand that and, and but but the, the end point on this whole thing is damon waynes because this is where this is where we kicked off this whole thing damon waynes do you think he was saying it in jest or do you think he was just he was being a dick like most comedians would generally be so we'll, we'll kick it off jesse how you feel I think he was being a dick. I think, but I don't. I think the reason is because Bill Cosby was so talented and influential, and he meant so much to a generation and a community that Damon Wayans he might still be in that world where he doesn't want to admit that his hero, Bill, can do yeah, could do specifically his generation. Like yeah, definitely. That was more his group than ours. Yeah. Well, I grew up on the Cosby Show. Although I, I, I think I, I think he, he could be playing around a bit because he also made the comment that well, if my daughter accused him, I'd kill him. So, <laughs> and, and, but again, it's all it's it's got to be said with that it's got to be said with that tongue in cheek manner because at the end of the day he's still a comedian. Exactly. So he's so we got we got to take it with a grain of salt because at the end of the day we can't say what's in this man's mind. I'm not gonna vilify Damon Wayans even though Damon Wayans hasn't made a success movie since uh what was that one he made when he was a drill sergeant major pain major pain major pain love that movie that is a great movie but he ain't made shit since so <laughs> i'm not worried about david wayne's too much you don't you don't miss blank man do you know <laughs> i forgot about blank man you don't miss him and that uh that slot bucket robot he had <laughs> followed him around did you know that eddie murphy was actually intimidated many comedians have said was intimidated by damon wayne's stand-up of course, he's a he's a master. He's very talented, he's a very talented. I'm ne- I'll never take that away from him. But we're gonna take a quick break, folks. We'll be back with more of the Dot Comedy Podcast. Hold on to your butts. We're gonna be right back. Dot Comedy is bringing you the funny with open mics, showcases, and the infamous roast, roast battles, battles, featuring some of the DMV's funniest comments. Visit us on the web at dotcomedy.us. Meet the crew, check out showtimes and locations, or sign up for our open mics and competitions. But that's only if you're funny. Dot Comedy, www.dotcomedy.us. Alright, PD. That movie was terrible. That was a horrible movie. I didn't even watch it. Ryan Reynolds acting I've ever seen. But we're back here at the Die Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus. Jesse Rivas. Yep. You're here. Joey LaFaro, you're here. Yep. Yep. Big Bad Blue is in the background. Yep. Yeah, I'm here. (laughs) I'm here, guys. Don't forget about me and Blue. 
Oh, so here's here's what's going on in the world. We we got a couple more things before we get out of here this week. It's a, a few few issues that I have with uh with some shit that's happening in the state of Kentucky. Now, I generally have a lot of problems with the state of Kentucky on moral and principal reasons, but not on chicken reasons. I don't have I don't have a single problem. What the with fuck Kentucky is that supposed to mean? That was so goddamn racist. Yes, it was. <laughs> that was racist, but yeah. I accept it because at the end of the day, I love. Right, chicken. So, why is it gonna be racist, Jesse? Why can't I just know my friend that well? <laughs> so, here's what's happening this fat bitch named Kim Davis has decided that she is not, she doesn't want to hand the homosexuals their marriage license in the state of Kentucky. She's telling people, no, no, I'm not gonna do it. You know what's weird? The way you say homosexuals sounds homophobic. <laughs> Homosexuals, <laughs> like something about it. Like I was just like, "Oh shit!" That he wait, no, that's the politically Hold correct. Looks His like tone <laughs> just sounds politically incorrect. My my tone sounds politically incorrect. Well, the pronunciation it, of it. It, it, it well, I shouldn't. I shouldn't because I, I can't use the other slurs that I normally would use to, to refer to them. But the fact remains. This fat, you see this fat bitch. We can't use gay people. I'm saying, like, wait a minute. Like, you know what? It seems, it seems like you know, like, like I when thought you talk that about was black people. You say African American, you're just kind of like, whoa. But that's her. I thought, I thought that was a lesbian that couldn't get the marriage license. <laughs> that Mike Huckabee was holding her hand. I but, thought, oh, that's no, that's, that's a man. Oh, that's Mike Huckabee. 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 That fucking douchebag too. But anyway, so here's here's what's going Yo, on. I like how they got like the gayest looking picture of Michael Huckabee for this one. <laughs> He's got his wrist all bent. He's got like this little like Mike Huckabee is a dick. But in at the end of the day, this <laughs> <it's, laughs> still doing her best to shit in everyone's marital punch bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Why would that be the mental image that he came up with? Here's here's what she did. Here here's what she did. Instead of handing out gays marriage licenses. She told everybody, we're not writing licenses for anybody, for anything. So in Kentucky, this could be a bad thing because at the end of the day, they can't get their gun license. So fire her. So they can't fire She's an elected official. She's not doing her job. She's an elected official. Uh, can't be fired because the church and state laws they can't they can't impede on her religious belief because at the end of the day it's not a it's a matter of state church and state are separate it's a legal issue shut the fuck up me. this no that's not, not like it was very meant, clear to me no it, it, i'm sorry i, I react was reacted to your your premise okay uh purely and because that that shit is that's the fucking stupid oh my god yeah uh, so. if you have that opinion die i you the earth has no need for you like you believe in the afterlife go to the afterlife <laughs> see what happens see what happens when you get there see what happens bitch <laughs> All right, see so, you on the other side so this fat C she's decided that at the end of the day she's not going to hand any licenses out at all so there's no wedding, no marriage licenses to homosexuals no marriage licenses to heterosexuals no marriage license to any kind of sexuals at all that day and no one got their license so she was t- I, was I saw a video of her she was standing there and she was standing in front of this gay couple I think it's because she can't get married because she's ugly well she is married she has a husband what would fuck that Another fat. It's Kentucky. Thrice, thrice divorced. The dot comedy uh, research department is, is telling us that she has been divorced three times. Oh, so three she shit on God's values three times. She denied Christ three times, literally. Yeah. So you know, you know, she's that guy. 
She's that guy. She's that guy from the Bible that denied Christ three times. Peter's and wants. Peter? To, yeah, she is Peter. <laughs> you stupid Pe- cunt. Hold on, wait, Peter's. I'm sorry, ladies. <laughs> I need. I need. I'm sorry. That, that just that came out wrong. Peter, not Peter's. <laughs> Jesus. But at the end of the day, Jesus. I, I thought that was his last name for some reason. Tell her she's wrong. <laughs> I thought it was Mike Peters, the fifteenth disciple, Mike Peters. <laughs> But she has uh-huh. de- she has decided that she was gonna she's gonna be the one woman band where she would she would harp on everybody's and shitting everybody's cereal every morning and say no I'm not giving you shit fuck you you homosexuals I ain't giving you nothing fuck the heterosexuals who agree with you fuck everybody I ain't giving out nothing but this fat bitch has been married three times and she she wrote off on three fucking marriage licenses or goddamn so my feeling is as such Marcus. DJ Marcus speaking only for DJ Marcus. If the homosexuals want to have sex with each other and live and live happily ever after, live happily ever after and have sex with each other. I have no problem with homosexuals doing anything of their sort. I am a firm believer that if you want to, you can do whatever you want to do. I am a Christian in the mindset of all where Christ said, "Live and let live." Basically, here's I think I think what throws me off about the way you say homosexuals is like the southern accent to it. Just makes it sound like you're about to say some homophobic. Like I'm waiting for it, and then it doesn't happen. I'm not used to I'm not used to the word being pronounced that way, and it's like positively towards homosexuals. Here's my problem: this bitch gets out of jail, which I'm not. She still should be in jail, um, so she can learn the ways of the force, but. Um, but they played Eye of the Tiger. First of all, what does that have to do with your situation? She was she was she was uh, working hard to get to the the promised land, as it were, and they played that for her dumbass when she got out of jail. So her and Mike Huckabee were raising her hand, and now here's where the rumor mill starts. Survivor. That's not your word. That's our word. What word? That song, I guess, that's like it's not their her song; it's our song. Yes, that's Meatwad's song. It's that's 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 Italian song. That's the Italian stallion song. <laughs> that's the Italian national anthem. <laughs> is that the Italian? Uh, that's that's uh, my song, eh, Marcus? Uh, I, <laughs> I I I listen to that song before every fight, and I watch on TV because I'm not a real boxer, you know. Uh. <laughs> that's a very good Floyd Mayweather. That sounds exactly <laughs> like him. Uh, but Survivor, the group who created the the hit 1980s classic Eye of the Tiger. And the reality show, right? What? They did not create the reality show. Oh. They're just a group name. But they have decided to sue fat bitch Kim Davis and, Get her. Mike, and Mike Huckabee. You're fat Get shaming right now. Am I fat shaming? Is that, is that how you feel? Get them bitches. You know what's you know what's really fat. Fuck shaming? them bitches. When get their money. When that fat bitch was standing behind that counter, and all I could see was her fat, job of the hut looking head, and she was looking over the counter and going, "No, you don't get anything." She looks like the dude who used to walk the Undertaker down the aisle. Wait, he yeah. does look like Wait. Paul Bear or, or Brother Love. Brother Love, yeah. <laughs> you were at she the looks county. Like Brother Love. You were in line at the county clerk office. I was getting my marriage license <laughs> so, that, so that me and Jesse can live forever as one. <laughs> you have a problem oh with that, Joey? <laughs> no. It just brings this week in Markness to a whole new meeting. Um, <laughs> but I'm, 
That was uh, a good one. I'm proud of you. First, first good joke you've said in months. Oh, but, shots fired. <laughs> but anyway, so, sir, sir, so Survivor wants to sue him, and I agree with him. Survivor should sue him. Survivor should take, Survivor should take all the money they could possibly get from these sacks of shit. Because at the end of the day, you can't deny people the human right to, to be as unhappy as every other married couple I know, every other married couple that Jesse knows, every other married couple that Joey knows. You yeah. can't deny people that inalienable right to be as unhappy as you want to be. But in other news, who's ready to get drunk in space? I know I am. Because <laughs> you know what's going to happen, folks? We're almost there. We're going to the moon. They're going to allow black people in space? Of course Elon not. Musk. Have you ever seen a movie? Only movie I have I've not. Seen, only movie I've seen black people in space is Mission to Mars, and they left Don Cheadle on Mars <laughs> for a year alone. And then, I, then they finally picked him up, and he was crazy. They're like, it's too dark. We can't see him. Let's make, just go home. Let's just go home. We can't see him. With Matt Damon. Here but we just let him out. Nope, nope, nope. Let's just They're leave him on Mars. I am not happy about about that at all. Mission to Mars is one of my favorite movies and them rebooting it is an asinine thing. It's not a reboot. It's not a reboot. It's just the same plot with a different name of movie. Oh, okay. And and a white guy. So so Don Cheadle, a black comic, a black uh, black actor, comic, black comic. Black actors matter is going to be replaced by Matt Damon in this in this particular movie. Uh he's well it's it's a movie's called Martian and <laughs> It's about Matt Damon foraging for dust on Mars. Why does everyone keep sending Matt Damon into space? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it like, didn't work in Interstellar, so I don't know why they tried it again. Oh. Someone saw Interstellar and thought, that would be a good spinoff. Let's see what happens if he Matt gets left Damon, on Mars. Matt Damon, the astronaut, works so well for us. Especially when he fights like a turtle with us. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. But they're trying to brew alcohol. Excuse me, folks. In space. Well, so, that's going to be necessary at some point. Well, when we when we finally get on those ships, and we since we don't have the particle decelerator and particle <laughs> and atomizer, it's cold. You have to exercise. <laughs> You're going to need to have sex to exercise. So I won't be going anytime soon. And but you need like to get drunk so you can have the sex. So they need this is a necessary step. Joey, I don't I don't know if you know this, but you can have sex. Without being drunk, yeah, I've I had mean, plenty. Ken. I've Did had you plenty think that of that was the prerequisite? You were like, "Oh no, we can't do it now. We're not drunk. Uh, we're not I meant, drunk enough." I meant like on a regular basis. Really, you 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 believe that having sex on a regular basis, you need to be drunk? I don't even need to be drunk. I said it 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 helps. It like, helps. It's like uh, Joey, what do you think sex is? I think well, <laughs> we had we've never had this discussion. What do you I, think? I, sex I think is? there's like you hold hands and the stork comes and the, it drops off your a head. baby. <laughs> 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 and then and then and then when the stork sits on your head, he pokes her in the eye with his beak really hard. That's that's my understanding. Of <laughs> and that's sex. where babies come from. That's where babies come. So from. they're trying to brew. It mama birds the hole in her head where it pecked. That's so what? What are they trying to brew in space, Joey? What are, What are they trying to brew up there? Um, Whiskey. Some uh, yes, a Scottish brewery decided, hey, we're gonna need to be able to brew brew alcohol in space at some point. So they decided to send some of their whiskey into space. Now, normally, uh, I'm not sure how familiar you guys are with the whiskey brewing process, but normally you take some some oats and, and like, rye or something like that, mm-hmm. and then uh, you ferment it, and then you age it. There's an aging process that happens in a oak cask or barrel. 
well, they can't really have room for a big old barrel of whiskey on the on the ISS. So, <laughs> and for all of you laymen's, the International Space Station. Yes. Um. So they they had to come up with a way for them to to bring us up. So they made these little tubes that are like part plastic, part glass. I think there's a picture here. These 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 it looks these, like a catheter. Yeah. <laughs> it's called these are called mix sticks. So what happens is you bring these up. It's like a glory hole. <laughs> and, and one of them it oh, has teeth just And what they did was they took bad and, glory. And one side they had the whiskey and one side they had the uh that they they made and then they had um like shavings from inside of one of these barrels so that the whiskey can like interact with the with the wood and and pull the flavor out like it normally does. Okay. Well they they broke the so when they get space they break the tube and, and it mixes. Um, and then they brought it back down and they tasted it and they said that it tasted wildly different than normal. And most of the, some of the key quotes were, they said it tasted very much smokier, but it was kind of like a rubbery smoke. (laughs) And it also tasted like antiseptic throat lozenges. So it's like, I wouldn't want to drink that bullshit. Yeah. it, It didn't sound like it was, there was much desirable left out of it. You know what happens next, Jesse? It's a rock in space. Uh-huh. This is this is how black people take over space game. We're gonna we're gonna get we we're gonna have Puffy on the Virgin uh, space shuttle. But there were some to Mars. Here's the Everybody come on board the soul shuttle. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. But I mean, it makes sense. And you know what? I think. I think uh, there are some positives along with it. They said that it had a very strong uh, cherry, prunish, raisin, cinnamon tastes. So those those are all, I think, desirable. That's an interesting set of flavors. Cherry, prune, raisin? Oh, well, yeah, like a fruity, a fruity, cinnamony taste. Another rubber. <laughs> rubbery smoke. I well, really yeah, they gotta they gotta work on the rubbery smoke part. But I don't I don't want that. That's not that's not appealing to me. None of that's appealing to me. Fuck that. I don't want whiskey in space. You know what I want in space? I do. I want them to figure out how to fuck. I'm fucking people in space. And when I say people, I mean women. DJ Marcus does not condone DJ Marcus fucking men in space. DJ Marcus. That's all homophobic. No. DJ Marcus does not condone DJ Marcus fucking men in space. But he's all about men fucking him. Like, yeah, it's okay. Look, if you want to fucking space, you need to get yourself. He's a taker, not a giver. You need to get yourself this dragon capsule because it's like a Ferrari. What is it? This is the new space craft that uh, Elon Musk and um, and SpaceX are building for traveling into space. It sounds like you said SpaceX. Space SpaceX. <laughs> yeah. SpaceX. Yeah. It's called a Dragon Capsule. They actually have a uh, a video up on their website somewhere where uh, you can actually see it. Um, and it's pretty cool. Check it out. But Elon Musk, the founder of SpaceX, was on the Colbert Report this week and talked about going to Mars. And he suggested. Hold on, wait. He could have been Report. on the Colbert Report. I'm Colbert sorry. The Colbert Report ended. The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. It was on the, the, Col- the Colbert's current program. <laughs> and they had a conversation about, hey, you know, we could make it more Earth-like, but we'd have to make, you know, uh, warm it up a bit. And they're saying, well, how can we do that? Well, you could do it like very safely over a long period of time. Or Elon Musk also suggested we could just drop a bunch of nukes on the poles. <laughs> and that would melt all the ice. And then you'd have water flowing on the planet. But then you'd have it all radioactive and it usable. <laughs> 
Well, those sound like horrible ideas. Yes. And on the horrible idea week where Elon Musk has determined that we need to blow up Earth. Not Earth. <laughs> the Mars. Oh, the poles of Mars. Okay, that makes more sense. Let's let's destroy the other inhabitable possible in planet that we can live we on. We need to get make it it's just to make it habitable. Sometimes it's gotta get worse before it gets better, Marcus. <laughs> oh my goodness, folks. We are here at the dot comedy podcast. But we're gonna take we're gonna take some time off. We're gonna we're gonna come back next week. We've had fun, we've had thrills, we've had blue in the background. Blue, say what's up to the people. Yo, people. Yeah, Hi, man. blue. Yeah, it's me. We'll have a, a special guest on the show next week. Will be our 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 all dot comedy family member BJ Butler filling in for Jesse. Jesse's going on a trip. Uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm I'm gonna be performing in Footbridge, Virginia. Just performing Woodbridge. in Woodbridge. Yeah, so it's gonna be a dope show. Please come out. It's gonna be come uh, down to Woodbridge because you can buy a car for cheap. So an auction down to Woodbridge and then come drive over to see Jesse. So perform. Go to Google Maps and find the nearest. Wood bridge near your house. It's gonna be at Char <laughs> Charbroil. Go in the woods Grill and find the Potomac footbridge. Mills Road in Woodbridge, Virginia. Um, Hope Flood will be the the headliner. Um, the show will be hosted by Mike Brooks, and it's it's a really dope lineup. Go in the woods and find a bridge. What's the name of that? What's the name of that, that restaurant again? Charbroil Grill. Charbroil Grill. And Jesse will be. It'll just be you got you Jesse, and that couple from Music Man. <laughs> Under the moon. Oh my goodness, Joey, where are you performing this week? Aren't you performing somewhere this week? Uh well, <laughs> it'll already have happened by the time this airs, but I will be performing on the National Mall. Uh, at I believe it's called the Rally for Whatever's Left. It'll be near Union Station tomorrow. That'll be Saturday, September twelfth. Right. Uh, but unfortunately, if you're hearing this, you probably already missed it. So check out the Dot Comedy website. But we'll you can always check us out at Union Jacks, Union Jacks Wednesday. every Wednesday in Bethesda at Union Jacks on St. Elmo Street. I'm there some weeks. Blue's there every week. Because he doesn't live that far away. Joey's there every week. Jesse's be there. I, I also may be performing at a fundraiser for my physical therapy office, but that's <laughs> that's still tentative at this juncture. That's a tentative one. Okay, well, cool. And uh, DJ Marcus will be performing at your local uh, barn grill this weekend, next weekend, and the weekend after. So come on out to see me. He'll be playing an upside-down bucket in front of Walmart. <laughs> in front of Walmart or in front of uh, Metro Center in downtown D.C. But this week on the Dot Comedy Podcast, we're going to say bye, folks. We had fun. We had thrills. Jesse, you got anything else to add to the, to the show for tonight? Namaste. Namaste. You've been doing your uh, yoga, Tai Chi. You look a little tired there, or is it just that Asian kicking in? You get a fold up like a butterfly and fly away. <laughs> I'm your host, DJ Marcus. Assalamu alaikum. For Jesse Rivas, for Joey LaFaro. How do you always say Aslama Lakeum? I don't. It's what, a, is it, what does an ass llama and lake have to do with one? Assalam alaikum. I don't. Why are you repeating it? I don't. <laughs> you won't learn until you go to jail, my friend. Well, that's not I just, don't want to do that. We'll see you next week here on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Goodbye. How you want it? I'm on it. I really mean it. I'm just not recording. Get a go to chopper for all you awkward. Leave a bitch nigga head imposter. You are an 